0: and welcome back to another episode of Bear With Me. My name is Kush and I am joined here with Emily and Agam. Before we break into a talk, how are we feeling today, guys?
1: I feel great. I did bite my tongue by accident like a few days ago and now it's like swollen up and it's a bit like hard to talk. But hey, at least Agam still has hers. You look really excited, Agam. How are you doing? You're right. I am really excited. I hope your tongue feels better. I hate when that happens.
0: Well, we've got a lot to talk about today, including talking about a worldwide famous singer being named after an insect. There is a six-year-old wanting to bring her fantasy life into her backyard but first we're going to be talking about a new perfume smell made by the Idaho Potato Commission. You are listening to Bear With Me. Please bear with us through all our conversations. I have a question for you guys. If you guys invented a perfume franchise, what would you choose? Well, if I
1: could invent a perfume fragrance, I would choose to make it like smell like mangoes or some sort of tropical scent. There's probably like a million of perfumes that smell like that already. But for my tropical perfume to be different than the others, I would dye the perfume blue, which won't relate to the tropical theme at all. It will be like some sort of surprise, you know? Like you'll be expecting some kind of beachy ocean scent, but instead you smell a bunch of mangoes, coconuts, basically tropical fruits all comprised into this blue looking perfume. That sounds really cool. If I could invent a perfume,
2: I would make it smell like coffee. Like most mornings when I drink coffee, I'd always smell it because it smells really good. I feel like some people might be a bit disgusted by the color. Like who would want to buy a brown looking perfume? Mm they probably think it would smell like something else. So I would definitely change the color just like Emily, maybe to like a beige. Another drink that I would want to smell like is bubble tea. I love the smell of drinks, which is why I would invent a perfume that smells like one. I think it would be very popular. Like all my friends
0: drink bubble tea. So I think that they'd love to smell like it. The reason we're talking about this today is because, are you struggling to find a French fry lover, a splendid gift for the Valentine's day? Don't worry, we got you broski. The French fry lover in your life may go head over peels for this. a new limited edition perfume has been launched from Idaho Potato Commission especially for Valentine's Day. Yes, you heard me right. Just to give of an aroma of french fries in all the greasy, salty, splendid splendor. Whether you're at a drive through restaurant or dining in, it's near impossible to grab a fry and take a bit before you dive into your meal. Jamie am president of CEO of Idaho Potato Commission, said in a statement. The smell is too good to resist. Dubbed frights by Idaho. the limited edition fragrance was going for $1.89 per 1.70z bottle on a Commission's website before selling out. This limited edition perfume is a signature fragrance from Idaho Potato Commission and even the employees must wear it when they come to work. How crazy does that sound? The Idaho Commission has additional potato merchandise available for those addicted to spuds including a French fry holder, Idaho potato playing cards, a miniature potato hauling truck and the best of all three foot tall spuddy buddy. Emily what would you name your tropical perfume in a romantic French way?
1: I would name it surprise tropical, which means tropical surprise.
0: We've got lots more coming up, including a devoted fan that has discovered a weird-looking millipede and named after a worldwide singer, and an intelligent six-year-old who came up with the way to get permission for keeping a fantasy pet in their backyard. Welcome to another episode of Bear With Me. Have you ever
1: heard a tragic fangirl story? I actually have a fangirl story which I've been reliving
2: because it's such a big highlight of my life. I got tickets to the Harry Styles concert and me and my sister are really big fans. Like we stayed on Ticketmaster for so long and waited in the queue for ages. We wanted to go that bad. Finally we got tickets. We screamed and we yelled. We immediately started planning our outfits and we spent so much money. I felt so bad for my parents. We went to Marvel Stadium like five hours before the show. We were that out of our minds. The line was so long just looking at it made me so tired and the worst part was that I didn't even bring a phone charger, which meant I couldn't go on it without it dying. And obviously I wanted to film the show and post it everywhere. Finally, we got to the stadium, but we realised that there was still an hour before the pre-show started and we were both wearing heels. It was a really dumb decision because it was so tempting to just fall to the ground, but we had to stay at the front. When he came on, I was screaming so hard. I could not believe it. He was right in front of my eyes. When one of my favourite songs came on, Satellite and Kiwi, that's when I started bawling my eyes out. It was soon over and I didn't want to talk to anyone because
0: even though we waited in line for so long, it felt way too fast. One day when I was six, and I was, you know, minding my own business and I heard an amazing song by the one and only Jeep. I just fell in love with him. Since then, I've been waiting to see such a gem and now it's my time. It really is my time to shine and go see him. I totally didn't spend $200 just you know going to Melbourne and see him shine like a diamond.
1: The reason we are talking about this today is because there is now a millipede named after a worldwide singer with more than 200 songs to her name. The one and only Taylor Swift. According to a paper published Friday in a journal ZooKeys, Derek Henan, PhD discovered a millipede species and named it in Taylor Swift's honour. The species is called Nanaria swifti, swifty or just the swift twisted claw millipede. He found the Swift Twisted Claw Millipede at Fall Creek Falls State Park in Tennessee and that's also the state that marked the beginnings of Taylor's career. Researchers determined the arthropod named for Swift was a unique species because of the millipedes genetics and special legs. Henan explained the Swift Twisted Claw Millipede is a thank you from Henan to Taylor Swift. According to him her music has gotten through some rough times. An avid Swifty, Henan keeps a couple of her CDs in his car that he cycles through. His favorite songs are New romantics and Betty. Hennen also named one of the new species after his wife, Marion, and the name is Nanaria Marinae. Agam. If the Taylor Swift millipede held a concert right here in Adelaide, would you pay front row tickets to see it? I mean, if it could sing, then yes, because
2: how cool would that be, a millipede that could sing? But I wouldn't want to pay a whole lot of money just to see a millipede. Like, I'm a big fan of Taylor Swift. I even tried to get her tickets, but I didn't get them. But I wouldn't want to go to just see a millipede.
1: We've got lots more coming up, including an intelligent six-year-old who came up with a way to get permission for keeping a fantasy pet in their backyard. You're listening to Bear With Me. Did you ever want a fantasy pet living in your backyard? Okay, when I was eight, the only fantasy pet I ever wanted in my backyard was a dragon. I think most girls my age at that time would want a more girly, cutesy pet like a unicorn or a pixie. But I wanted a huge dragon that would fly me to school every morning or just basically anywhere where I wanted. When I was 11, I had a dream where I was at my house playing this dragon game on my phone in the dining room. It was that dragon game where you feed your dragons and mate with other the dragons to discover a new type of species of dragons. I was sitting near the like left bottom corner of the table trying to feed tomatoes to my dragons when suddenly my friend rushed into the front door down the hallway and then to where I was sitting. I look up from my phone to look at him and he frantically explained the whole situation. Apparently our primary school was being attacked by a bunch of dragons and I had this magical app that can summon my dragons in real life. I pressed the dragon type archive and picked a random dragon to summon to test it out. The dragon I picked was a small Black and red dragon. I hold onto this image and swiped upwards, and pop, a dragon came out. I was amazed, but I had to focus on the mission. I summoned another dragon for my friend, and we rode our dragons to our primary school. When we got there, we saw a huge swarm of dragons on the tall rectangular building where we have assemblies. We get off our dragons and head inside the building. We climb up the stairs, head down the narrow hallway into the assembly hall. There, I saw my other friends waiting for me. I summoned each friend a dragon that matched their preferences, but then one of my friends called out to me, Hey, Emily can you summon me a dragon anyone is fine but not the octopus one sure i responded with an evil grin on my face while scrolling on my phone i find a dragon that he was talking about but it wasn't even a dragon at all it was just a giant octopus with a deep sea diving helmet on i summoned it and he screamed the octopus grabbed him and everyone's freaking out then i woke up not knowing if we saved our primary school or
0: not okay so i used to a unicorns they were like my childhood I would be so crazy over them I have just had such a special connection with them they just look so magical and so cool I've always dreamed of having one in my room that could you know fly talk and do whatever I want including my homework and I specifically wanted a white unicorn with pink and purple glittery hair that could poop out magical poop That sounds cool. Mm. The reason we are talking about this today
2: is because a six-year-old was on a quest to keep a unicorn in her backyard. Figured she'd get the hard part out of the way first, Getting permission, Madeline wrote a letter to the Los Angeles County Department of Animal Care and Control with a straightforward request. Dear LA County, it reads, I would like your approval if I can have a unicorn in my backyard if I can find one. Please send me a letter in response. Director Marcia Maeda obliged a few weeks later, writing back with good news. The department does in fact license unicorns, she said, under certain conditions. Those include polishing the unicorn's horn at least once a month with a soft cloth, feeding it watermelons, one of its favorite trees at least once a week, covering it with only biodegradable sparkles and giving it regular access to sunlight, moonbeams and rainbows. Confident that Madeline will meet the five requirements, Machia also sent her a pre-approval unicorn license for her elusive future pet in the form of a certificate on pink paper, as well as a heart-shaped tag engraved with the words permanent unicorn license. And because unicorns are indeed very hard to find, the department is also giving Madeline a plush unicorn, wearing the tag, of course to keep her company during her search as a token of its appreciation. It's always rewarding to hear from young people who thoughtfully consider the requirement of providing a loving home to animals, Machia wrote. I commend your sense of responsible pet ownership to seek permission in advance. Cush. Do you think that you would still have that special connection with your fancy
0: animal today, if you had one in your backyard? Um, no, I don't think so. Firstly, I don't really like the colour pink anymore. I just don't really like unicorns. They're not my vibe anymore. They give me, like, pick-me-girl vibes. Like, I don't know, but they're not my moment anymore. They have lost their momentum. Well, hopefully Madeline didn't hear that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all we have time for today. My name is Agam with Emily and Kush. Thanks so much for joining us and listening to our unusual stories here on Bear With Me. If you'd like to hear more episodes from Olsh College, you can check them all out at our school's own podcast page at archdradio.com. This podcast was produced by Agam, Kush and Emily for Olsh College in partnership with ArchD Radio and Podcasting. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're subscribed to this channel to hear heaps of other school life stories.
0: Bye.
1: Bye!